I mean, it was hot. It was so damn hot. I think it has to do with what they're calling it climate change. Climate catastrophe. Catastrophe. Okay, so if you still don't believe in climate change, leading to climate catastrophes leading, of all sorts. Right, of all sorts. Um, yeah, you better wake up because you're running out of water, you're running out of electricity, you're running out of all of the stuff that we have in order to make the things that we must have. You know, we have to have must-have things. Like uh, water. Like water, that's important, you know. And, and of course, breathable air. And breathable air. Now, the water thing is something else because that's going to get the, the neighbors. If the neighbors don't have any water and you have water, oh, oh. oh boy. We'll see whether we're bonobos or common <laughs> chimps, <laughs> won't we? Right. We're peaceful till. Sometimes there's a, a way to work together, to play together, and yes, to we, we find water. The resources. Work with the resources. Anyway, my name is Max, and uh, I'm on a choo-choo train. Let's hear the train engineer. Train, train, choo-choo. Train, train, choo-choo. You hear that? I hear the train. Now you know I'm on a train. Okay. We're on the right track. We're on the right track. We think. Actually, we don't know, we but may be on we're on some kind of track going through the Tunnel of Love. And next to me is my lovely, beautiful, smart, and yummy girlfriend, uh, Dr. Susie, and wife, and, and partner. you've gone through my Tunnel of Love many times. <laughs> so uh, it's another show fdr yeah yep. which stands for fuck the rich and tonight if you're tuned in live well the title of tonight's show is queens crimes sex and circuses and of course, it is a live show, so I don't know what we're going to talk about exactly after a few minutes, but that's on our mind, you know? The queen is dead. Goddess, save the queens. Forget God save the king, his majesty, the human tampon is doing just fine, actually, <laughs> in his gaudy red chair. Anyway, I don't really have anything severe against him except, uh, you know, the family, the crime family of the Windsors. But really, God save Julian Assange. He is appealing his extradition, and there will be a human chain of 3,000 around Parliament. October 8th. If you're tuned in live, you should be yeah, there. Yeah, you should go there, you know. You know. And whether yeah. you mourn the queen or mourn all the crimes she has committed Oh, they're going to life. the queen's. Uh, only 3,000 people are going to be there? 
I'm talking about Julian Assange. Oh, oh at his hearing. You're it, about. No, this no. is a human chain around <laughs> Parliament to basically say, God save Julian Assange, or goddess, or, you know, the somebody. devil, or somebody. <laughs> Do something. Joe, it's up to you, Joe. It's up to a few people. Do you but know? certainly, Joe, you could just say, hey, we're not going to prosecute a journalist that we've already persecuted. That the guy that you're accusing of all these fascist things, and believe me, I agree with you, though the lighting was a little much, Joe, eh, you should have toned that down. But anyway, yeah, I mean, his people, Pompeo, they tried to murder Assange. But anyway, the crimes, ah, oh, the crimes, the queens and the crimes. And did my headset go out or did the microphone go out? Test, test. No. Now I hear. So something was amiss. Disconnected. Perhaps it was the royal family. You know, they've got their tentacles everywhere. They've got everywhere the mm. secret services. And the yes. The service. And, and don't get me wrong. Queen Elizabeth II was a nice enough lady. If you were a visiting dignitary, I think, or even just someone just watching her on television, smiling kindly, and she had, did have great hats. I must say, I always liked her hats. Because, you know, you can't always wear a crown, right? But still, the monarchy and Queen Elizabeth for all these decades is the figurehead institution for this idea, and it's not just an idea, it's a reality, a very devastating reality that some people should live in privilege and rule by their right of birth, or you could say by how much money they have. Yeah, usually how much money and power. It's connected. I mean, all these uh, titles came out of like I'm the landlord, I'm the king of the, you know, this, and, and, and you're going to be the queen. And Anyway, it's, 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 it's almost, it's, it's kind of made up, the whole thing. Well, you should know, uh, yes. you being <laughs> from the Prince Lubkowitz side, side on your father's uh, end, and Prince yeah. Filangieri from your mother's. Side. So you so, know yeah. that you could buy these titles. You can buy these titles and... Or you could fight your way into them in the yeah, old days yeah. or maybe uh, even nowadays. You, you give enough money to uh, whoever's in charge and then they make you a king or they make you a... Well, they start with a, the knight. Yeah. And the best joke of the day <laughs> for the, the liberals, I guess, is Trump saying on, what is it, uh, Truth Social that the queen actually knighted him in private. Oh, yeah. Right? Now he can't run for president. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> Exactly. Also. If he, she really did knight you, you can't run for office here. 
But we know she didn't, or he would have told everybody right away. Oh, right And away. she's not even allowed to do those things in private. I mean, just because you're queen doesn't mean you have the divine right of kings. That went out with the first King Charles, who we'll talk about in a minute. He didn't do too well, that first King Charles, by the way. He was executed. So. Well, this guy's a tampon. It's better than being executed. Yeah, hey, I don't have anything against him no, being no, a tampon. You know, I red wings, it's baby. Very funny. Hey, it's funny. Sure, it's I think that funny. that's great. You know, that people have interesting, funny sex lives, and yeah, it's too bad. I do wonder about what happened to Diana. That bothers me, as I think it does her children. Like, what really happened in that tunnel? That wasn't no tunnel of love, baby. You know that the driver had was full of drugs and drunk. Right. Of course. I didn't know that. I thought well, I I'd thought heard was, that, yes. I thought it was these ter- terrible that. paparazzi. But it was a combination of things, you know, and perhaps some oomph from the powers that be. But we don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. But one thing we do know, that Queen Elizabeth II would not have made him Sir Donald. But of course now she's dead and can't deny it. So it's a good time to say that I never told anybody, but she knighted me in private. So we're going to talk about the queen, the queens, various queens, actually. Uh, Queen bees, how we sometimes want to be treated like a queen. And it's also some other things right now if you're tuned in live. So we do want to talk about those. By the way, shout out to Andromeda Decker on Facebook, who agrees with me that the queen did have nice hats and purses. I'm not so much a purse person. I'm a hat person. Probably because I have queenly fantasies and yeah, you can't wear a crown all the time. I am also gonna talk about the Emmys. It's Emmys time. I did not win an Emmy, as usual. But (laughs) many people I have worked with are up for Emmys and have won Emmys and not for anything they've worked with me on though. So just want to get that straight. But anyway, good luck to all the winners and hey, you losers, you can always say you won anyway. That's what Trump did. (laughs) So some people will believe you. Anyway, we're also going to talk about the anniversary of 9-11. And it's almost fall equinox, and so it's climate hell. I mean, we used to call it Indian summer. I think that's later, though. Maybe that's politically incorrect now. Did you hear, I mean, I've been hearing lots of stuff, but they're going to charge Trump with the same thing they charged Assange with. 
Yes, the Espionage Act. Yeah. And I have mixed feelings about that because I don't think there should be an Espionage Act because it does go after journalists and protesters, anyone who is against yeah, course, right. war in, for the most part. This is unusual to go after Trump. So in a way, it's kind of karma, but it is disturbing because Snowden, they went after with the Espionage Act, Julian Assange and various socialists at the turn of the century who were against World War One, well, they uh, went after with yeah, the uh, Espionage Act. Yeah. We have to understand, of course, that uh, that that act has been around forever and ever. It's like, oh, you don't support me anymore, and you want to overthrow me? Well, <laughs> yeah. So, so I think so, it's a bad act. So, sorry, buddy. I really think there should be something for simply stealing. This is stealing from the president's office. Yeah, yeah. Just because you're the president doesn't mean you get to steal from the office right, of the president. Right. And that's what they did. Excuse they, me. I say, because it is the entire Trump crime family. I have a feeling that Jared was looking over Papa... Don, or I should say Sir Donald. <laughs> Sir, Sir Donald. <laughs> Sir Donald of bullshit. Yeah, he's looking over his shoulder saying, oh, Dad, that's worth something. Yeah. I could sell that to MBS, and he did. So we're going to talk more about that. By the way, Stephen Miller has been subpoenaed. I so would. we look forward to the little Jewish Nazi testifying. And meanwhile, perma war rages on in Ukraine. Oh, I know no, we no, love no. Ukraine, but come on, guys! Enough already with these missiles and this killing and all of that. Let's go to the peace table, please. Let's be bonobo. Make peace on war. There you go. Peace on war. So what? make kink not war. Or piss on war. Right. Something besides war, please. Pissing, kinky, whatever. And, of course, there is self-love. You know, if you give yourself enough self-love, maybe you don't have to go to war. And it is Self-Love September, if you're listening live. So, happy Self-Love September. And you can peg yourself back to the royals who have as one of theirs the prince of pegging and which prince do you think that is that's not the one that it likes to be a human tampon no it's the other one who's still a prince but he has a bigger title ah. he's the prince of wales oh wales. wow when you think about pegging yeah. and wales you have kind of wonder what sort of dildo yes. his peg Stress and will what, wear. What, what are the whales saying? She's probably going to wear something looking like a whale or as big as a whale. Mm. And Harry on Facebook says it's so strange to have modern day kings and queens, especially when they have no power. Well, okay, so let me address that for just a moment before I get back to Jillin' Off for Self Love September which is a much more pleasurable thing. I mean, I'm not so worshipful of these kings and queens, and I kind of resent that they're in my face all the time and that they clickbait me. 
and it is strange and yet it kind of fits because well we don't have kings and queens here in america but we have the kardashians we have uh, these politicians it's very celebrity oriented the modern day kings and queens so do they have no power i think they do i think a figurehead has power (coughs) excuse me sorry I don't want it to seem like I'm insensitive to Max's coughing, okay? So let me just say that we're going to cut it when we edit this thing. So I don't want to respond to it, but you make me feel like I'm insensitive. So I don't want to be that. But I don't want to include the coughing. It sounds disturbing. disturbing. It's disturbing. (laughs) Yes. It happens. And also, if you actually die on the show, we I'm will include the coughing. But I'm smoking. I'm also smoking. Well, perhaps you should take a beat or a glass of water. Well, okay. I have actually, Stuart, is there a beer on, on this? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> ding, ding. That might calm you down. Yeah, I need to calm down. Now, you guys one. got the smoking car. That's why. <laughs> smoking or non-smoking? We're smoking and going down. Okay, the so I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Do figureheads have power, Max? Figureheads have Im- they're like influencers. Of course, yeah, they have a yeah. lot of power. Yeah, and one of the, one of the things, of course, is that you want to get invited, of course, to to the, their parties and their coronations and their. Uh, poopy time and all of that so all of that yeah actually president johnson of the united states used to invite his favorite politicians to poopy time with him yes just like a king yeah it's kind of annoying that it just passes right away to prince charles who is now king charles it's a little bit disturbing i think because after all, queen, at least it's female, but now we have this king, oh my goodness. And all we can think about is the prince of pegging. And Adriana says, yes, peg the monarchy. Well, you know, probably like father, like son. I mean, maybe he likes to use a tampon up there. Who knows, a lot of guys do. But actually a lot of women do. Tampons as dildos, although they're not that thick. They're kind of for just a little feel of something. But in any case, they do have power, and more specifically, they have wealth. And wealth is always power, especially in this more and more capitalist society. So how could there be any question that these kings and queens have power? I mean, maybe some of the ones that aren't that famous, but they probably are pretty famous in their countries. But this one is famous everywhere. And yeah, not always in a good way. Somebody says they're ready for the jokes with the royal tampon, but I already gave the jokes with the royal tampon. So how many tampon jokes do you want? Do you want like a whole Red Wing show? Anyway, that person probably wrote it before I said it, so 
That's what it takes when we're a little delayed. But give us a comment, but it's better to give us a call at 213-291-9497. That number, by the way, goes to the Dr. Susan Block Institute. So if you are mourning the queen, or perhaps your mother. I do, as I was saying to you, Max, get a lot of calls from morning people mom. that are mourning their mothers and mm-hmm. having uh, perhaps some controversial fantasies about their mothers. So perhaps you're having a fantasy about the queen who represented a mother to a lot of people and you might need to talk about this. And even though I am critical of the monarchy, mainly because of the money involved, I really don't care if these people want to dress up like they're at some kind of a cosplay. I know of a lot of people that do that, but they're not subsidized by the whole country and also by other countries. And they don't have a history of colonialism and war 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 so yeah there's drug dealing and the drug dealing i don't mind the drug dealing so much except theirs was more pushing yeah they pushed drugs on people and then they would of course criminalize them for it Mm -hmm. especially in asia but all over really the royal family of the united kingdom have been some of the biggest drug dealers in the world course we're catching up I think but there's a lot of nefariousness in this family and there still is (laughs) in the current family it's kind of weird to have to look at all this worship of them and be told that it's not political it might not represent one or the other party in England at the moment, but it represents the power of England, the elite, the knights, the lords, the ladies, eh, the commoners somewhat, but the old ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but not all monarchies were bad. Certainly, you know, they might have been Thieves, like all governments and, and people who work, uh, you know, they like to get a little piece of the action. Well, you would say that as a royal. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't always think corruption is bad. Um, <clears throat> so, especially if it leads to some some worthy cause. Um, well, I guess it depends on the scale. There's always going to be leaders in groups. Then there was Mad King Ludwig, who, who built all those beautiful castles in Bavaria. And with the people's money. With the people's money. And then he was assassinated. They believe he was assassinated because he disbanded the army. I do think there's... <laughs> it's better to spend the money on castles than on armies and wars but usually the castles come out of winning wars. Well they they were very concerned. They used to win wars back then. Nowadays forget about it. Winning the war is not important. They were very concerned with the 
spending that uh, Ludwig was doing yeah. in the kingdom and uh, that he would bankrupt the kingdom. And so somehow he, he, just, he got killed and they still don't know how. The thing is that Bavaria today, uh, if it didn't have those castles, nobody would go there. And so it brings in billions of dollars into that little kingdom. So I think it does depend, and of course I'm eternally grateful for the royal families of Lubkowitz and Filangieri for bringing you to me. Well, okay. But the English royal family has certainly presided over much more murder and mayhem. And so I'd like to read a quote about the Irish view from the Irish Times. Having a monarchy next door is a little like having a neighbor who's really into clowns and has daubed their house with clown murals, displays clown dolls in each window, and has an insatiable desire to hear about and discuss clown-related news stories. More specifically, for the Irish, it's like having a neighbor who's really into clowns, and also your grandfather was murdered by a clown. <laughs> All right. So I think there's a lot of African countries that are thinking that right now, looking at this pomp and ceremony that's happening even before the funeral, just with what's happened and these guys coming out in their little red suits and hats and blowing horns and shooting guns and long live the king. It's, hey, entertaining in a way and perhaps upsetting for people whose countries were colonialized and are in a way still colonialized. Yes, and there's a, you know, there's a lot of Brits that uh, really would like to get rid of the monarchy. It kind of rubs it in your face. You know, there's this idea that people with power are your betters. Our presidents act that way, our Congress people act that way, and they're treated that way. But this royal family is quite over the top, are they not? <laughs> I mean, I looked at this picture of Elizabeth, who was quite beautiful, by the way, when she was young. I mean, she was a good-looking dame when she was older. Really, she was very photogenic. Even in her last yeah. photo on her cane, she's smiling and she looks bright-eyed. She doesn't look like all yeah, old yeah. and decrepit. She looks old, but very nice, like a kindly old spirit. Beautiful, in a way. And then there's this really gorgeous picture of her when she first was coronated. And it shows that she stole her royal scepter from South Africa, her necklace from Kenya, her crown from India and Egypt, her something from Barbados, this thing she holds from Fiji, her bracelet from Nigeria, and uh, some kind of what looks like a liquor holder from Australia, of course. Those Aussies need to hold their liquor in something. Yeah, all right. Down under. Oh. It looks like one of those things. You get the fancy booze in. But in any case, a lot of stolen jewelry 
that symbolizes something. I mean, that in and of itself is probably worth a good billion at this point. But beyond that, it's just all of this colonialism. What do we want to do with that? The Prince of Pegging, I love that he enjoys pegging. Good for him. Good for Kate for putting up with it, no matter whether she allows someone else to do it or just don't ask, don't tell. She seems pretty good with it. But really, I mean, this guy was sitting on a divan as these African people walked him through and smiling and just saying, oh, it's a local custom. I don't know. It looked kind of creepy. But hey, this is our English neighbor who's really into clowns. And a lot of us have had relatives who have been murdered by clowns, really. Some form of royal clown or elite clown. And I guess as a citizen of the world, I don't think she's that bad. But as a socialist, I think she represents so much and that what she represents is bad. So, and it's continuing, I guess. Maybe not. Will the people accept King Charles? <laughs> He's had quite a history. I mean, I have nothing against him in the tampon. And I don't know if he was involved in that tunnel of horribleness that killed his ex, the, the angel Diana. I'm seeing yeah, all know, these cartoons with Diana in heaven saying, no, you're not coming in. Oh, Princess Diana? Yeah. Yes. I didn't like her nose at all. Princess Diana. Yeah, no. no she has this sort of this long nose. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, kind yeah, of an elegant, no, no, aristocratic nose. Noses are important. Right. You have to have a nice nose. You have a very nice nose. I have a potato nose. <laughs> no, you have a cute nose yeah, that yeah, is yeah. very nice. I yeah, like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a very round face. It's very nice. And speaking of the round heads, yes, Charles, I guess he is taking his own name. They're calling him Charles III. Sometimes you could take another name. Uh-huh. I learned this today. This is information I did his, not need to know, by the way. You could change his name? You could change his he name? He could. Like, I think he yeah. could. Like he could become Ivan or, you know, Joe or whatever. I want to be called uh, Charlotte. Right. He could be whatever. <laughs> he could, have a he could be Elizabeth III. Yeah, he could, have a, he could be Elizabeth III. But I think he decided to keep his own name because yeah. they are calling him Charles III. No, no, they're calling him Queen Charles III. We're going to talk about great queens in a moment. Oh, yes. And I don't know that he's a queen. He's a king. They keep calling him king, king, king. It's almost like so hard-hitting. Like, here we get our abortion rights taken away and we get our queen taken away on the other side of the pond. It's kind of weird. Anyway... Watch out, Charlie. Mm. King Charles I was executed in 1649. What did he do? Well, he was very unpopular. Uh. That's for one. 
And he was really into the divine right of kings. He liked that a lot. I'm sure he did. He liked being able to do whatever he wanted. He thought his poop was sacred. Yes, that's the kind of clown he was. And they had some people in their parliament. Among them was Oliver Cromwell, who was a leader. And some people called some of the people roundheads. There were Puritans among them. Roundheads? Yeah, I don't know all this history, but That's I'm just name dropping right now. Day. Right. They were, you they, know, those guys were. that shaved their heads bald. Anyway, who knows? But they killed Charlie. How? How did they kill him? They tried him and they convicted him oh, wow. and they executed him for high treason. At first they gave him a chance. They also, said, look, you could be king pretty much the way that Charlie's king now. They said, you can do it. You just have to give us power. You can't have a divine right, okay? You are king by virtue of our agreement. And he said, nah, you are parliament by virtue of my divine right. God says so. So they didn't like that, and oh there was all of this fighting. I don't know too much about the fighting because I majored in colonial American history. Actually, I didn't major in it, but that's what I studied mostly. But we would sort of study about the British history because we were talking about the colonies who were just getting going, and of course the Puritans came over at that time in the 1600s. And so King Charles said no. He was going to maintain his divine right. He did not like these Puritans. He did not like a lot of people. He did not like the parliamentarians especially. And then when they got power, they did not like him. And they tried him and they convicted him and he was unrepentant, I guess, and they executed him. And then the monarchy was abolished for a little while. And the Commonwealth of England was established as a republic. But it was only a little while before those English who loved their royals like Americans loved their celebrities, before those English said, we need our royals, we need our royals, for whatever reason, you know. I'm sure there was lots of politics. There always is. But the monarchy was restored to Charles' son, Charles II, in 1660. And he was very popular, actually. And he was so popular that he was called the Merry Monarch. And in fact, he had a lot of sex. He was known to have many mistresses and many illegitimate children, children oh, yes. who were not royal. That's so he did not pass his crown on to a child. He passed it on to his brother or something because they weren't like this royal thing. It just shows how ridiculous it all is. But in any case, I'm sure Charles III hopes he's a little more like Charles II than Charles I. We have a call from Bob from Oregon. And by the way, our phone number is 213-291-9497, which on Saturday nights is live on the show. 
And during the week, you can have private telephone sex therapy. So right now, we are celebrating Self-Love September, and Bob from Oregon has a question about masturbation. At least that's what my card says. We'll Hello, see. Bob. Hello. Welcome to FDR. Thank you. And happy Self-Love September. <laughs> well, I have a question about masturbation. Go ahead. Well, I've been doing it about five times or more a day. Five or ten orgasms? When you say you're doing it, or do you mean edging? No, I usually I usually only <coughs> orgasm about three times a day. Oh, okay, so you're edging. You ever hear that yes. term? Not really. <laughs> it is what it sounds like. It means you get yourself close to the edge, and then you stop, and maybe you just take a deep breath and relax, or perhaps you get up and have breakfast. I don't know. You do different things, and then you come back to it. So that's what uh -huh. you're doing. Okay. And what's your question? Is there anything wrong? Is there, Is there anything, anything wrong, wrong with, that? with that? Well, I don't think so. And I'm the queen. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, really, when it comes to a question like that, you are the king or the queen. It just, I, I can't imagine that that would make anyone upset except if you're married and she wants sex and all you're doing is masturbating. Is that the case? No, I'm single. You're single. Okay. okay. I'm single. Then there's no problem. Yeah, right? Don't, don't get your thing raw. Oh, yeah. Skin abrasions yeah, could be a problem. Yeah, don't get skin abrasions. But aside from that... Use some uh, coconut oil. And, and have you been like this all your life? Or are you just going through a horny period? Or are you... Um, no, I've done it quite, quite a while, quite a long okay. time. Okay. About how old are you? I'm 63. All, All right. right. Yeah. Well, you've lasted pretty long without hair on your palms. Are you blind? <laughs> <laughs> well, 63, nope. you start to lose your vision anyway. Right. But you sound pretty good. I mean, have you ever been married or not? No. No? Okay. No. So you like masturbation? Well, yeah, it makes me feel good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you sound a little hesitant. Is there anything that bothers you about it? Um, no. no, it's just my first time on a radio. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. You're nervous to be on the radio talking about masturbation. Although it is self-love September, so if there's any time to do it, it's now. And it is self-love, you know. If you can't love yourself, who can you love? And not everybody's like you, Bob, that all they do is masturbate. I'm not saying that in a pejorative way. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like you are. But everybody does it. Everybody does. And every once in a while, a lot of people do what you're doing, which is, you know, the edging thing. So cool. Yeah. And if you're coming three times a day at the age of 63, wow. That's a lot. I you're pretty virile for what it's worth. Yeah, I do. I do come at, I come at least three times or more. Or more, okay. okay. Really? And do you ejaculate? I do. Really? Three times of ejaculation. That is 
some kind of Guinness thing. I mean, you could at least drink a Guinness. Or get a get a to that. Uh, get but an infomercial going. I have heard of guys doing that or more, but it is rare. Of course, there are ways that guys have orgasms without ejaculation. Well, I mean, I used to do that when I was a kid. Sure. I was running around horny all the time. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, a lot of young guys have three or more ejaculations a day, but it is rare, I think, for a 63-year-old. So yeah. more power to you because, yeah. hey, whether you are in a relationship or not, your sexuality, in my humble belief, is the essence of life. It's eros as opposed to thanatos. Eros is sex and life, and thanatos is anti-sex and death. And sometimes we have to face Thanatos. It is part of life, the end of it. And yep, the queen died. Do you care, by the way, that the queen died? Um, yeah, that was, she led a good life. She led a good life, right. <laughs> yeah, she was right, a good worker yeah, yeah. for the firm, so to speak, <laughs> right? I mean, she was at work every day, that woman. Almost every day. Oh, yeah. She worked hard, I will say. I have some quibbles with the monarchy itself, but I agree with you that she was a hard-working woman. So, oh, yeah, she was. All right. So what do you do up there in Oregon? Uh, huh? What do you do up there in Oregon uh, besides masturbate? Um, I'm, I'm disabled. Okay. Oh, well, I hope you get some disability insurance. Oh, I do. Oh, good. Oh, good. I do. Have you always been disabled or just recently? Um, no, just for, like, let's see, nine years now. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. Well, you're not dis disabled down there, so. Uh. Well, we have friends in Oregon, <laughs> lots of friends in Oregon. It's uh, a wonderful state. Well, used to be before all the fires, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I was born. I was born and raised here. And we're also uh, kind of getting ready for fall equinox and talking about our climate catastrophes. We have had to go through a very hot summer, did you? Or not actually the whole summer, oh, yes. just the recent heat wave. I, I couldn't, I could hardly yeah. breathe. 106. Does that interfere yeah, with your it was masturbation? Like when it's that no. hot? No. Well, you're in air conditioning probably. I'm so, in, yeah. I live in a I have air conditioning in my apartment. Okay, well. All right. Happy self-love September. <laughs> You've already <laughs> no, started good. celebrating. Not that you can't celebrate every oh, yeah. month. It's just fun to talk about. Just like the royals like wearing crowns. We like talking about self-love September. There's nothing wrong with doing it every day. Are you of any religion, Bob? Let me ask you that. Not really, no. Not really, okay. Not really. So if you're not of any religion, I hope you accept my, let's see, I'm not exactly knighting you, but I am blessing you and telling you that it's okay that you do this. And in fact, at your age, it's very good. It's good for your heart. Right. It's good it's for healthy. You. It's healthy for does your soul. Does not harm the earth. Does not harm the earth, right. Unless you do it, for, yeah, no, it doesn't harm the earth at all. Right? And we are talking about that this self-love September, and you made a banner for that. 
And we honor Dr. Joycelyn <coughs> Elders, who, of course, endorsed the idea of teaching in class that masturbation is a safe sex alternative. You know, there are different alternatives when it comes to practicing safe sex. There's condoms, there's phone sex. Of course, you can do masturbation and phone sex. Could do that. Yeah, so yeah. Masturbation is the root of a lot of different types of safe sex. Watching porn is a type of safe sex, and it often involves masturbation. When you're with somebody directly, there's limited ways to have safe sex. Of course, you can do outer course, like bonobos do. Happy self-love, September. You have a great rest of your month, Bob. So All right, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. You take care of that. Yes, I'm going to continue. You continue. You go right ahead. That's right. And right. keep tuning in. <laughs> And enjoy the world, enjoy life, right. and be safe out there in those in this new crazy world we have. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, I'm doing that right now. Oh All well, right. nice to know, Bob, that okay. you're doing it right now, masturbating right on FDR. So if you want to come right now, you could. I would let you do that, but I'm not going to like hang out and stroke you. But if you want to just. Yeah, Blow it right now in honor of all the things you could. Would you like to do that? What? I'm getting close. You're getting I'm there? getting close. Okay. All right. Well, then I will just say it's okay. You could do that. You can celebrate fall equinox, which we're on our way towards, and self-love September. Good old Bob, right, and he has been blessed by the queen herself. That would be me, empowered. Yep. <laughs> and here. Yeah. Okay, Bob, here you go. Oh. Yeah. Go, go, go. I'll let you go. All right, well, All good, right. you did it. That was good. All right, Bob, see, I allow the full expression of orgasm. You know, I had one of the first orgasms live on the radio many years ago in 1992. I did it when Pee Wee Herman was arrested and I did it in solidarity with Pee Wee Herman. I gave myself an orgasm right in a real radio studio. It was cool. So we'll talk to you later, Bob. Take care. All right, thank you. Thank you. Well, see if you have a nice, quick orgasm like that, you can do it on this show. I allow that. Well, it's, it's also part of our therapy to, to release and help people release their, well, yes. their tensions and, you know. But some people have these elaborate fantasies and needs that we okay. would perhaps honor in our private telephone sex therapy. Absolutely. That we would perhaps goof on when broadcasting and also live. En enhancing your especially Bob uh, he's, he's home you know yes. maybe one and it's hot you might want to take a shower come out you know put on a little music right maybe yeah. he did that maybe he did that anyway he seemed to be very excited this is a guy who masturbates all the time and by the way I see nothing wrong with that especially in these days of crazed incel amosexuals 
if you are alone and enjoying yourself and not blaming women and not blaming the world, I'm cool with it. It's great to be a contributing member of society. And he probably is, because I'm sure he does different things on his computer, his phone. But in any case, he's disabled. So great that the guy can hang out and come three times in a row. Happy hey, self-love hey. September right there. And we are talking about queens and crimes and sex and circuses. Yeah, we're talking a little bit about this royal circus right now. And, of course, there's the American circus, which is all political. It's all politics, of course. Some of it you vote for, sort of, but the votes are controlled, as we're seeing, from both sides. You know, I am on one side. I am more of a liberal, lefty type of person. But I see our fault, too, in the elite department, uh, our elites, that is, our royals, our celebrities, whether they get votes or they're born into it, you know. Now, Hollywood royalty, often liberal, often just clueless, <laughs> and often very wealthy and taking up lots of space. And then there's Trump who is just taking up so much space. And I'm not just talking about his stomach, but his style, really. The queen dies. Okay, you could be pro, con, nuanced, whatever, but to say, oh, I didn't tell anybody, but she knighted me in private. <laughs> that does top it in the clown world it's all big circus and we've got the kardashians too and all of these wonderful clowns some of them i like i'm one of them sometimes here i am on the air with my prince right right oh and we do our own comedia erotica i like ours better that's all we don't colonize anybody So maybe we benefit from the colonizing indirectly. That is always something to contemplate. And people are contemplating that in this day and age. And they're also contemplating, yes, 9-11. And if you're watching live, you see me spanking George W. Bush because he was El Presidente during 9-11 when this terrible thing happened when the two big dicks of America are two big palaces were just castrated, cut down by airplanes, our own airplanes. And yeah, with a bush in charge of airlines at the time, right, Captain Max? Very interesting, mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah, and our president sitting there reading to some seven-year-olds. Actually, his, yeah, it was his brother who was in charge of security at the towers. 
and, and on the airlines. And on the airliners that crashed. Yes, absolutely. So, so that's a little weird. Uh, you know. It's uh, very concerning, uh, the uh, whole 9-11 catastrophe. Yeah. It was a great catastrophe. The war on terror. The war on freedom, brothers and sisters. Awful, awful. Of course, capitalism was already eating us alive. But with 9-11, it had an excuse to just devour so much that is good in the world, including this sex positivity. It took a while, but yeah, I'm now talking to a lot of documentarians about that period around 9-11 when we were doing public access and real sex and there was so much wonderful sex programming, sex educational, including Dr. Joycelyn Elders being out there, although she got fired, but there was a movement towards sex positivity and sex education and an embrace of that that got crushed by various things but 9-11 was one of them and that went hand in hand with this little growing Christo-fascism that is now flowering <laughs> but it was growing then and of course El President's he was a Yaley so I can say that George W. Shrub took that 9-11 and he made it into a crusade because he was born again. He gave the churches more power. Remember when we did a whole show about faith-based sex? Yeah. We were starting a faith-based ministry at the Dr. Susan Block Institute. We do have a faith-based ministry in a way. It's like that caller, Bob from Oregon. He's not religious, as most people in America are not religious. And yet, we have a religious monarchy in the Supreme Court, people that we did not vote for. That's right, brothers and sisters, in long robes clowns we did not vote for and some of them are nice like Queen Elizabeth you know Sotomayor he's cool the other one but most of them are not voting in the people's interest obviously they're voting against saving the environment they're voting against abortion rights and not just voting against taking away and giving to the corporations and to the wealthy and to the Christian wealthy. Because when they say religious freedom, they mean Christian. Because what if it's my religion that abortion is okay? It is, actually. No, that's not considered okay. Of course not. So anyway, we're celebrating self-love September, which people should be celebrating more and more because, yeah, it's getting more and more dangerous to have regular sex. 
what with all of this right-wing crackdown, and it is from a minority, and that is the problem with these monarchies, that there are a minority that we're supposed to bow down to. I'm looking at the comments here, and Rubia Ruba, it's almost embarrassing what some of the politicians represent as figureheads. It's almost embarrassing. Wow. Yeah, I guess if you like the figurehead and then you find out what they represent, that's embarrassing. And that happens all the time because people are attracted by the wealth and the opulence and the charm and the humor and the, yes, the personality, darling. We see the face big on our TV and we want to love this person. I look at the queen. I, yeah, nice looking. A little tougher with Charles, I gotta admit. Sorry, Charles. But, but you look at it long enough and you start to go, you know what? Hey, that person has power over me. Cool. That's the unfortunate thing about media and celebrity. That's what it does. And that's why we are here, FDR, short for fuck the rich. Also short for a celebrity president who was such a celebrity that he was president four times in a row. How about that? He was practically a king and maybe a good king, you could say, since he practiced a little socialism. You can be a good king and do that. And you know what, I'm gonna say this, maybe Charles will be because he did allow a little more, as they say, transparency. He allowed everyone to see the transfer of power that has never been seen on TV before. Of course, they, it hasn't been seen because it hasn't been done since like Queen Elizabeth became queen. So why would anybody see it? Anyway, wow. they made it like it was a big deal. And I believed it. I thought, hey, Charles, aren't you being transparent? I think he just knows that if he did it in private, people would be saying, what kind of secret society thing? Are you drinking blood out of these golden chalices? What are you doing? So he had to do it in public. And we saw how ridiculous it is. And maybe there was blood in the golden chalices, but it just looked like clowns, right? Did you see any of it, Captain Max? The no. coronation? The coronation. Yeah, I've seen. It's the passing of power. Yes. To Charles. Yes. yes. Your brother. Yes, to Charles, my brother. Charles is your brother, Prince yeah. Charles. Yeah. And I guess I'm old enough that I've seen actually a couple, not just there, but in other countries. Oh, yeah, in other countries. Yeah, so. So what do you think? So How do you think England is compared to the other countries? You know, England is a massive sort of sea power. A little less than before, but yeah. still massive. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm so... I don't actually know what's happening, why all these nutcakes are running around with rifles. I've never... Oh my God! <laughs> you know. <laughs> Are you talking about the ones that did the fifty-one gun salute for King Charles? Uh, no, you're. I know you're not. You're no. talking about people running around with guns R and shooting people and because shooting they're people. going nuts. Okay, yeah. let me mm. answer that question. Sure. 
because they're shooting guns for Charles and we're shooting guns for America. We're sending arms to Ukraine. It's considered good as long as this society upholds the killing of people as a way to solve problems, as a way to express joy, as a way to show a transition of power. Well then, why shouldn't people shoot randomly when they're upset? Which everyone is going to be now because climate catastrophe is upon us. And 9-11 made everything worse. We're all under surveillance. We did these two wars. That The wool has been taken off of our eyes. We see that the United States sponsors violence. So does Russia. Hey, they're no better. In fact, you could say a little worse, partly because they speak Russian, so whatever. But in any case, the U.S. does it. That's why George W. Bush made that great Freudian slip when he said a leader should not invade another country without justification and so brutally like was done in Iraq. I mean Ukraine. Iraq too. Because it's true. And he knows it. Because it's not really about stupidity. We just call these people stupid, but they're just working for the <clears throat> firm. Just like what Queen Elizabeth's people, some people call that family or the royal crime family, the Trump crime family, colonialism, which is still sort of on its last gasp, capitalism, the wealthy. Queens are great. Take queen bees. Now queen bees are queens because all the other bees are her daughters and sons. Right? So she's like the mama of everybody. Work those children. That's right. They all work. The, the worker bees are all girls. The boys become drones. Ah. The queen of England had only four children, but all the English are supposed to bow and curtsy and give all the mil millions, billions maybe, of dollars or pounds. So they can work hard. And what is working? Cutting ribbons. Yes, that's very important. Yes, yes. attending functions, waving. And waving. let me tell you something. I would find that to be work. It's incredibly boring. And you have to get up, get dressed, and go there. And Queen Elizabeth did that. And handshake all the oh my God. subjects. Like, ugh. She worked for the wealthy. That is true. So, hey, maybe people like that. And a lot of Americans seem to like that. And it's going to kill us, folks, because we're given more and more of our attention, our money, our love to the wealthy. It's better to be like Bob from Oregon and just give your love to yourself for self-love September. So other queens that are great are drag queens and we feature a few of those on our banner that says goodbye to Queen Elizabeth. So drag queens are really great because they're almost always entertaining. It's a different thing than transgender, which we can talk about the difference sometime. 
but it's mainly men role-playing women. There could be other ways to do it. It's a kind of a cosplay. It's not about pronouns, it's about performance. And like Queen Divine is a great example of a great drag queen, as is Bob the Drag Queen. Now, Bob from Oregon, I don't think is any relation to Bob the Drag Queen. And I actually didn't ask. And for some reason, the maggots and the proud boys hate drag queen story hour. But I want to ask you, I mean, when I was a kid, Milton Berle was Aunt Mildred, right? There were all these people. Yeah. Dana Carvey was the church lady. These are all wonderful queens, all guys dressing up as women and being a little funny, entertaining, singing a song here and there. It's an aspect of vaudeville and it's a beautiful aspect of being a queen. So, let's see, what else do we have going on this week, Captain Max? Well, uh, we have a lot of stuff. Uh, you're doing uh, a bunch of interviews. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, with... Uh, uh, with HBO, perhaps, because the producers make McMillions, which is on HBO. Uh, and uh, it's about McDonald's. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so they're making a show about public access. And, of course, I was one of the queens of public access. Definitely not the only queen. There can be many queens, of course. But I was definitely the queen of the L.A. public access sex domain, with all due respect to anybody else that tried doing sex shows in... Southern California, or for that matter, Northern California, and New York as well, although Robin Bird had her show. And anyway, we're going to talk about public access and how wonderful it was and what great freedom we had to make just independent television, to make television art that sometimes was silly and of course didn't have as much money as the networks. And so there are these kind of funky production values, but really was a wonderful place to express sex and politics and all kinds of other stuff as well. But I think for sex and politics, it was fantastic. And I especially think so, cause that's what I talk about, as well as because now all of that is censored and they told us that it wouldn't be that oh now that public access is going don't you worry you have youtube well youtube is Certainly. worse than going to see the queen <laughs> you got to cover everything up and curtsy total censorship like i, I haven't seen this in uh, not even when it was really bad and they just came to your house and arrested you, Mr. Trump. David yeah. D. says, you want to talk about clowns? Look at our politicians here in the good old U.S. of A. Yes, exactly. All of them on all sides. They're all clowns. I happen to think there are many more seriously dangerous clowns in the Republican end, the Republican end, the GQP, 
the Trumpy end, who are all kissing Trump's end. So that's my view. Although I can see the clownishness of the Democrats as well. I mean, Nancy Pelosi going to China was very clownish, especially when her husband gets arrested for drunk driving at the same time. Oh my God. So Harry says there should have been a nationwide masturbation campaign in solidarity with Pee Wee Herman. That man got a raw deal and he is absolutely right. And that is why we did our masturbation campaign. I masturbated live on the air. I had an orgasm and then I had a foot massage and we played the tapes of that and had people try to tell the difference and they couldn't because it's all just going, oh, oh. Right. Oh, oh, you know, as a matter of, it's just human. Come on, have an orgasm on live TV, radio, or the internet, whatever. It's great, beautiful, better than taking that gun out there and shooting everybody, or even shooting up into the air. Come on, there's better ways to celebrate. We have Andromeda Decker. I'm not sure if she is mourning this, but she says on YouTube, we lost our shot at a Camelot with the Kennedys. And yes, I guess we liberal lefties think of them as kind of royal. Well, we haven't won yet because there's the uh, Republican and Christo uh, fascists running around who would like to have their churches protected and all that, and uh, but uh, they don't want to protect our rights. I don't understand that. You know what's interesting? Uh, yes. About Kennedy? We've talked about this before, how people were afraid of his Catholicism. Oh, yeah. They but were. he was not a seriously religious person. Not personally and not politically. He didn't support that. He just was a political animal. He got shot. We're not going to talk about why, but it certainly was not because he was a Catholic. But now, the people on the Supreme Court that really are making a lot of these sex-negative rulings are Catholic. Do with that what you will. Yes. They come out of the Federalist Society, and it's not as though there aren't a lot of Protestants that support it. I think Christofascism goes far beyond Catholicism. It definitely is, in fact, maybe more rooted in Protestantism. But the Catholics are the jurists. They are the intellectuals. Because, yes. you know, when you're born again, you don't need to even read the Bible, let alone the Constitution. <laughs> But these Catholics, they love reading the Bible. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. They're like Orthodox Jews. And you, know, and you don't want Orthodox Jews ruling on your Supreme Court. Let me tell you that <laughs> as someone that lived with them for a weekend. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Stuart, uh, is there another uh, one of those uh, little things in the refrigerator? David D. says, drag queens are larger than life. They got such energy and attitude. You haven't lived until you have gone to a good drag queen show. I'm very interested in drag queens and 
drawing David D out on that. So I appreciate what you have to say because he has a lot of interesting things to say. And yes, drag queens have an entertainment energy. They have a cosplay energy that goes way deeper than cosplay. And it liberates men from the shackles of being male and it liberates women from the constraints of being female. I said the same thing. But anyway, it liberates us all to laugh and enjoy a drag queen and just also be in awe of how you can make yourself up as a man to look like a very sexual woman. It's not the meaning of trans, it's the meaning of drag queen. They're related, but they're not the same thing. So it's an interesting subject, perhaps, more than just the Queen of England. Yeah, uh, I mean, they all look like drag queens over there. The whole royal family with their colors and, you know. Yes, I think there's an effort to be royal among drag queens that's why they're called queens because they imitate that and not just to be that but to make fun of it both which I think I do in a way I wear sort of royal crazy outfits and yeah. I also make fun of it I first came in in, in, in in contact with drag queens at a park in Genoa Italy in 1957 and they all would gather there at night. And it was really quite, quite. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know, 15 years old, and uh -huh. I'm walking home from the restaurant, and the theater, and I had to go past this park. They didn't have Uber then, so I had to walk. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and they were beautiful. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. just, yeah. And of course, they were the heroes of yeah. Stonewall, which is the gay revolution site, the place that it supposedly happened. And of course, there were lots of different LGBTQ people, but the leaders were the drag queens. They were out in front, unafraid. It takes a certain bravery. And it takes a certain bravery on the part of this queen to do what she did all her life. Of course, she had opulence galore and she presided over, as we've said, lots of death and destruction. And I'm not even talking about Diana. I mean, in other countries. And she is part of a legacy of colonialism and genocide and just our betters and she's not the cause of capitalism we can still mourn her and understand these things and we can discuss these things because I do understand people have different attitudes and by the way one of our ads that we're running tonight is for celebrity fantasies because a lot of people do fantasize about 
royalty and celebrities, and they have sexual fantasies that they masturbate to. A news person fantasy. Oh well, we have a client that yeah. is into news. Well, I understand. Some ladies, hot now. There's some hot, weather hot ladies, weather ladies, and, mm -hmm. and and hot news men. Because after all, our media programs us to fantasize about celebrities. It programs us to approve of war. It programs us to approve of the accumulation of wealth by showing us a lot of wealthy people and their antics. And it programs us to approve of lack of restraint on the environment. We do this now live every other week, every other Saturday, live, every other Saturday. We give you a throwback. So we also have a documentary coming out on us on Vice about the Institute. Correct, and about our work, which some, some, some people find uh, rather especially other therapists. So either we'll be treated like the royals or or we'll be treated like Meghan Markle. No, she actually is treated mostly good, but I guess some treat her pretty badly. And that's so silly. Really, come on, people. Just the cult of celebrity. You guys, if you're going to be a celebrity, you're going to get negativity. So in a way, if I get negativity with this future vice piece, I should have known. I said it here. Even though they have buttered me up and made me feel as though they're going to treat me like a queen in this piece. Okay. You along with 18 other people. No, no, no. I'm now talking about Vice. Oh, Vice. Yeah, Vice right. is the half hour piece. Right, 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 right. And I'm not sure about the public access piece. And then there's another piece where I'm with 10 other people. And that's the piece on real sex. Really? Because a lot of people were in real sex. Well, I was looking. We're, we're kind of sorting the tapes and archiving them. And it's like 30 years. Yes, and real sex was kind of towards the beginning, yeah. and radio sex TV, because they were in the 90s, and they were very special. Like I said, they were during this time when there was more freedom of expression in media than there is now. You had to have more motivation to make a public access show than to just hit your phone and tweet or just upload a video on YouTube. That's easy, it takes nothing. You have to subscribe to their censorship, you have to abide by their rules, which are very severe, but the action is easy and very impersonal. Whereas with public access, we'd bring the tapes in and we'd say, okay, Here's what we want to show. And they'd say, uh, we can't show that. Hardly ever. And, and Hardly ever. We could usually fight it. We'd say, well, wait a second. What if we cut this? Oh, okay. 
we could show it now. And so we had a rapport with our administration. And we got to show a lot visually, and we got to say whatever we wanted verbally. And that is not true now no. on social media. And that is all we have, brothers and sisters. They took public access pretty much away, although I guess it exists in very small pockets of the country. So we're gonna do an interview on that. I'm gonna do an interview on real sex and also this Vice piece is coming out. So y'all either gonna wanna get away from me because I have a swelled head or you're gonna have to console me because okay. I'm like, they made me look like like a roundhead. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now they say, hey, dude. Before they said, hey, roundhead. Yeah, I don't think roundhead was complimentary. Oh, it wasn't? No. I doubt it's it. Is dude? I, I hate what people call me. Dude, dude. is somewhat neutral, like a, although I don't like it either. Dumb cowboy from, you know. I feel like saying, hey, she, her. She, her. Not I, that I like dudette. I like yeah. dudettes. I see what you mean. Well, I can see why you would. I like little dudettes. <laughs> little ones. <laughs> Good thing I'm only 5'3". <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean that way. Uh, uh, so, the wars rage on, and our last message should be, really, make kink, not war. Whether you got a scepter and a crown, or you got a gun in your hand. This, after years, months, and months of nonsense and now even the president has come around to calling these people what they are and that's fascist yeah they, they don't want you to read certain books they don't want you to do this they don't want you. they want us to support them and mm. give them tax money for the churches yeah and then with that money they want to take away our beer our condoms our Literally. I want to say that I appreciated Joe's message, didn't love the lighting, also didn't love that he put all MAGA into one basket of deplorables because I kind of feel as though these people are my clients. They need help. They need a better role model mm -hmm. from everyone, from themselves, but we can't write them all off because they are here with us. We have to live with them. They are our neighbors, our clown neighbors. But yeah, Trump, he should be locked up. And so should Jared. And I could go on and on. But a lot of these Trumpers should, a lot of these maggots. But on the other hand, I got to say, hey, let's make like bonobos. Let's make peace. I think there is redemption in all of us. Even Putin, come on. Let's go to the peace table here, all of us. We have to try because we have nuclear weapons. I mean, that's shorthand for saying we could blow ourselves up. And then there's longhand, like this heat wave we just went through. So what can I say? Happy 9-11. No, you don't say that, right? I, I have no idea. <laughs> We're out of here. Lay down your arms. Don't pick up that gun. Let's turn the gun into a scepter or turn it into a plowshare or turn it into a movie camera. 
or turn it into a dildo. Let's all be pegging princes. By the way, the new princess of Wales calls him Big Willie. Big Willie. Uh, hey, Big Willie. <laughs> all right. How's it going? But I bet you can't come three times in a day like Bob from Oregon. That's right. And I bet you don't look as good as Bob the drag queen. Ruby Aruba says, hail to Queen Susie. Dr. Susie is the queen of phone sex therapy. Have I spoken to you, Ruby? No, I, well, she's been on here, but I guess she's carried away. Or maybe I am. Anyway, we're all queens. Well, maybe not all, but there are a lot of queens among us. Let's put it that way. Not everybody wants to be a queen. Not everybody is. But a lot of us queens, some of us are very gracious, like Queen Elizabeth. Some of us represent terrible forces, like Queen Elizabeth. Got to stand up to those terrible forces. And you got to make changes. It's one reason I do appreciate Harry and Meghan, even though I think they're just like the Kardashians in a way. In another way, I think they're trying to make a change and they are moving away from this royalty into celebrity. Well, there's a slight difference maybe, earning your living with Netflix. And by the way, happy birthday, Mar. Mar doesn't want too much over it. Not enough fuss, no fuss. Bring out the cupcake. But I'll just say happy birthday. And we're going to have a cake later, a healthy cake. So make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. Like Bob from Oregon. Take care. I love you. Talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience, or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.